jasmine, oolong, green, and white. Long ago, these four teas were skillfully brewed at the Blissful Brew. Then, everything changed when the shop's popularity threatened its existence. All Mr. Okoron, the shop's owner and tea master, could do was to recruit four teenage orphans to learn his trade and staff his shop. A year has passed since the orphans were hired, and although their skills have progressed, they still have a lot to learn before they can brew anything. But I believe that they have the potential to make the Blissful Brew the greatest tea shop in the world. Last time on Benders and Brews, an Avatar Legends podcast. We've got two individuals, Bill and Guo, who are both helping Mr. Okaron set up. On the other hand, we have Brock and Mika, who have disguised themselves like members of the Hot Leaf Juice. I'll take a banana. You and you. I need you to go with Koval into town and bring me back some very important tea ingredients. He has the list. She points at me. Yes. I'm going to drop my banana peel. <laughs> Got stuff on it, and then I'm gonna be very dramatic in falling in hopes that I knock some of their tea glasses over. Yep, sure enough, you come crashing down, knocking down a pretty hefty handful of cups. Oh, one more slip up like that, and you're fired. Now get out there and get me those ingredients. I'm gonna turn to the guy who has the list, and I'm gonna say, Why don't we divide up? things on the list so we can get more work done faster. He kind of just tears the list in half and then hands you guys one half. I, I take it. See, I remember everyone getting into the cart back in Bossing Say, and I don't remember seeing you. And then he takes up a fighting stance. You better give me that paper and then scram. And so you use your sweat and you subtly bend it underneath you to make a puddle of mud. And you slap that paper into the mud. And run away. Over at the blissful brew stand. If you could come with me, uh, we are having the opening ceremony. He uh, has a few words he'd like to say in thanks to uh, everyone that has made this party possible. Sure, I'll go with I guess. I'll stay and defend this thing. Alright. Welcome one and all to the annual Summer Bash. Do you want to come up on stage with me? Whoa. Oh, yeah. We have a much more quaint tea shop. Mr. Okaron's Blissful Brew. I like kind of raise my fist. People kind of dig the energy. They're like, okay, okay. The, the applause kind of grows just a little bit. As many of you know, I am an avid mask collector. So, as a special event tonight, take yourself a mask and put it on. The game will play like this. It is your duty to determine those behind their masks. If only one masked member remains, that individual will be pronounced the winner and take home a nice bag of 250 yuan. There's a table set up with a whole bunch of spirit masks, you know. Obviously, I'm going to steal one. I am going to go into some of the rooms of the house looking for a different piece of clothing. And welcome back to Benders and Brews, an Avatar Legends actual play podcast where we actually play Avatar Legends. Ironically, uh, last week, last episode rather, we didn't have Connor, a.k.a. Broccoli, with us. This week, we have Connor, a.k.a. Broccoli, with us. What's up? But we do not have... Michaela, aka Mika, with us. <laughs> but that's okay. That's okay. Uh, Mika did a lot last episode, and so we're gonna give her a little bit of a break, and we'll check back in with these the three bros, the three boys of the group. 
Or men. I don't know. Wherever you Bros to men. Just Bros guys men. being dudes. Guys being guys, dudes. What's better than this? It's going to be an episode of Guys Being Dudes. Welcome back to another episode of Guys Being Dudes. Shaw, dude. Shaw. Shaw. <laughs> We've yes. got Surfer Dude. We've got... Yeah. What is... I don't know. What, what, what would that be, dude? I, what is that? Uh, pizza delivery board? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got your pizza. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And then whatever Cameron's version of a dude oh, is, a bro. Oh, the anxious Tim, dude. Tim <laughs> <laughs> the one that's always like, oh, oh, I think we should be doing this. Uh, gu- look, guys, I'm hungry. Zoinks, I need some snacks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, perfect. So we're jumping into things right off the bat. Uh, before we do, though, I just want to remind everybody that uh, you can obviously find this podcast. If you're listening to it right now, you're probably wherever it is that you like to listen to podcasts from, which is either Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts. Your bedroom. Your bedroom. That's right. And anywhere else that you can find podcasts being hosted through. Uh, Maybe you're on YouTube. Yep, you can find us there. Maybe you're on, uh, maybe you're just straight over on our website. I don't know. Uh, you can also find us on social media. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Instagram. Uh, you can also even find us on TikTok, believe it or not. So just definitely uh, check those out so you can see some of the crazy stuff that we post outside of just the episodes of the show and also to keep up on episodes of the show. Uh, just throwing that one out there before we just jump right in. Geronimo! All right, guys. Is, is this what boys' night is? Is just <laughs> yeah. Dave just inserting random, just try to be random radio. <laughs> Dave's like DJ. the uh, yeah. I was gonna say like the DJ like soundboards with all those yeah, crazy I'm, sound I'm effects. The soundboard. <laughs> um, it's not uh, even Dave. It's a Dave soundboard that we got. <laughs> We're just playing that. Gerona, I've got Dave's laugh going on a loop. <laughs> See. <laughs> Put it on loop. Uh, okay, so to start us off, we are going to asking you guys your character question for the day. Uh, today's question is, what does your character want to grow up to be? Whether that be a job or some other dream aspiration, whatever you want to call it, career, hobby, but whatever the case, what do you want to be when you grow up? Cameron, do you want to start us off with Bill Doors? Uh, sure, I guess. Um, Bill Doors. Bill Doors. <laughs> wants to be like his dad that's his goal uh his dad is an engineer uh and he's highly regarded in his community and his dad was always a protector of the family and those are the three qualities uh job quality and respect that uh bildor wants right on right on learn a little bit about bildor today uh-huh. in this boys night and this boys night that's right boys nights for feelings and sharing that's right <laughs> <laughs> all right dave aka guohan guohan also wants to be similar to to bill thor's dad no just kidding <laughs> 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 but he secretly does want to be a dad Oh, um, not like in the near future, but he just he looks at these father figures and he looks back on his life so far and he, he wishes that he could be that person for somebody. Um, 
somebody to take care of them, somebody to to watch out for them, to provide for them, to be that support. Um, but it's kind of secretly because he doesn't really think he can do it. Oh. He wants to step up and be what he never had, but right. he's scared he's that got maybe that the past, yeah, maybe the past and the influence it had on him might be too much for him to to push past. Right, him. doesn't know if he can rise above. Wow, getting deeper. I was wow. gonna say, man, voice night is for the feelings <laughs> and the emotional side. Of All right, wow. Connor, to bring us home. Well, <laughs> I don't got any emotional things. Oh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I think for for Broccoli, I mean, I think I feel that even though the Earth Rumble career, which we might be getting into in you know some episodes coming up, mm-hmm. stay tuned. Um, That's right. The Earth Rumble career started out for you know only providing for his family with some extra money i think he's really taken a liking to it so i think he wants to sort of overtake overtake the league so to speak oh okay be the best in the nation run the rumble there you go i like it i like it boys night that's right Yeah, we're going to get emotional, and we're going to get sentimental. And then we'll wrestle. We're going to wrestle. We're going to wrestle afterwards. We're going to do some, some, we're going to smash each other with chairs. Like a proper boys' night sleepover. (laughs) I think we've already figured out the title for this episode. (laughs) Boys' night. (laughs) Perfect. That saves me a lot of uh, thinking. Uh, If it were to come down to me as the the DM, my goal is to... uh, I'm gonna be the uh, the very best, the best that ever was. Mm-hmm. Uh, catching them will be my real test, mm-hmm. and training, training them will be my cause. Is Avatar? <laughs> Is that in Avatar? Again, I've only seen the movie. So <laughs> why do you have to ruin it? You ruined Boys Night. Oh, I'm sorry. Why have you ruined Boys Night? And this is when everyone pulls me with pillows. <laughs> awesome. Well, with that being said and with us knowing a little bit more about everybody's character let's jump into geronimo last time uh, we found ourselves at the start of the big party that we've been uh, kind of looking into and waiting for and leading up to pretty much this whole time uh so the party has begun things have started uh, guests have arrived. Guests have been getting tea, no less, which is a, obviously a key importance to uh, all of this. Uh, we have Guo and Bill are hanging out with Mr. Okron, trying to keep things uh, tip-top and to the atmo- or utmost quality over at the Blissful Brew booth. On the other hand, you have Mika, who's... Nobody's really for sure where Mika is, but she's somewhere out there doing her roguish thing around the party. And then we have good old Brock Lee, who's hanging out in disguise, uh, undercover. Uh, there's another word I, I can't, I'm blanking on, but it basically is just... Uh, incognito. Incognito, over at the Hot Leaf Juice booth, uh, posing as, as just one of their many employees. And that's where we're actually going to pick things off. So, Brock, when... Uh, last episode, we didn't have you. So, what was Brock Lee doing... Uh, at the time when everybody else was kind of getting everything ready and finishing, putting those final touches on setting up. So last I recall, I was able to uh, infiltrate Hot Leaf Juice and their their company while I was 
while they were all setting up, I was able to secure a couple of crates full of um, tea and cups and whatnot. And if I remember correctly, I catapulted them into the maze. That's right. That is in the backyard. And from there, I believe I just tried to go on and blend in. But um, so can I ask, is the party fully started right now? Well, I was going to give you an opportunity. If there was anything that you wanted to do in the uh, short in-between before the party fully got kicked into place, if there's anything you wanted to do. If not, if you were just keeping your head down and laying low until opportunity arose, that's totally fine. I think I will do that. I'll okay. try and lay low until until uh, I'm able to sort of sabotage them again. Sure, sure. All right, well then let's just jump right in. The party is in full swing at this point. They have held the opening ceremony, which you would have seen uh, go down. During the opening ceremony, the uh, owner of the house, Mr. Yotaku, he uh, presented a game to the people that were in attendance. Oh. It was sort of a masquerade game where everybody changed into a new outfit and put on a mask. And there's a monetary prize going out to whoever can uh, sort of be the last mask standing. As they go about the party, they can try to guess and say, hey, I think you're so-and-so. And if they get it right, the person has to take their mask off. If they get it wrong, they have to take their own mask off. So it's a very like difficult game of clever determining and uh, deduction. And you knowing that you were helping with the, the booth, it wasn't the most interesting thing ever. I mean, it was kind of intriguing, but you were like, well, I'm not participating, so who cares? Uh, but the thing that was kind of neat was you watched during the opening ceremony, you got to see uh, Mr. Okoron and Guo went up on stage as he was kind of uh, the owner of the house, Mr. Yotaku, was kind of having each of the caterers come up, uh, giving everybody that was in attendance kind of a brief description of what it is that they serve. So that way they knew, you know, if I go up to their booth, what am I looking at here? You know, nobody likes to go to those parties and they see something fancy and they grab it and they go to take a bite. It's like something really weird. Like it looked like cheese, but it turned out to be like this weird flavored tofu. You know, so it's kind of a courtesy to uh, to let everybody know what it is. <laughs> yeah, or like when you're six years old and you think there's ice cream in the middle of the table and you take a big spoonful and it was just a ball of butter the whole time. Oh, gosh. <laughs> you know, when they scoop it just right, it does kind of look like ice cream. I've seen that happen before. That's May or not be based on a real life event. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the secrets that come out during boys' night. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so you got to see them go up on stage. Um, Guo did this little bit while he was up there where he kind of raised his fist in sort of almost victory uh, uh, symbol. And uh, it got the crowd kind of excited. There was some energy to it. So they were feeling it. You know, they're excited to be at this party. So they kind of like, they, they went right along with it. And it was kind of cool to see that. But otherwise, you're, uh, you're back to work at the Hot Leaf Juice booth, and uh, things are heated right now at the Hot Leaf Juice booth. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, Madam Yang is pacing back and forth. Uh, she's actually wearing a mask, but you know you know who she is. Dude, I don't know if I've ever canonically met Madam Yang. I think you saw her from a distance approaching the... When she was getting out of the Hot Leaf Juice cart, when they first approached, uh, Mika was outside. Tried to drop water on him. Uh, you oh, yeah. you were out there as you were heading out to the cart, so you would have at least like seen her. But um, to be honest with you, a lot of things give her away between her hairstyle, her height, um, her very like just kind of intimidating, posing, imposing fi figure. Um, 
you almost wonder if she's just wearing the mask more for fun. Like, everybody knows who she is, and she's just trying to kind of, like, play along with the whole game and stuff like that. So you're not sure she's really participating, per se. Um, but you also know because uh, she's been yelling at all of the employees pretty intensely for the last, since the party started, basically. Uh, she's very frustrated about uh, missing ingredients. Uh, some employees actually she had sent out to go get ingredients came back they only came back with half of what she needed she's pretty upset with them about that uh, in turn they're upset so they're kind of like you know beaten down on everybody else because they're in trouble and you always kind of want to like pass the blame to the next person and things along those lines so uh, there's that going on uh, everybody's really stressed out and you're kind of in the middle of this where you're in an interesting position of I'm glad to see that everybody's stressed out but it is kind of annoying <laughs> to have people yelling at me yeah so um, tell me about uh, what it, what's what are you up to right now is so, which job position are you kind of holding right now within the the business plan. See, I've I got a couple ideas of what I could be doing, but it sort of depends on what the layout of this hot leaf juice booth is. So for now I'm just trying to blend in, pick a job that seems like it needs to be filled, and keep my head down as of right now. But I would like to know if how hot leaf juice operates with their tea. Do they wait to pour it until somebody orders it? Or is it sort of like there's tea on the table already poured in their cups and people will just walk up and grab it? Right. Well, it's funny you say that. Uh, you said you were looking for a job to be filled and ironically the thing that came to mind was perfect. He's filling cups. Okay. <laughs> so there's a, a whole like two tables that are just covered in, it's like saucer and teacup. And then you've got a couple of people, one of which I assumed would be yourself, uh, very, with holding teapots and quickly pouring you know, more tea as somebody comes by and they take a cup and then they walk over and there's another table that has like some other things. They are very big on the employee is doing it all for you. So nobody puts their own honey in their cup. The employee scoops a little bit out, says, tell me when, pours it in their cup. Oh, this is perfect. Yes. So I am filling teacups. Okay. okay. Ready for this? I don't know if you're ready. So oh, I'm, I'm ready. So I'm filling teacups, but in my, so I'm in my right hand, I've got the teapot, like right. the handle. The left hand is like supporting it, but in my left hand, I have the little bag of tiny rocks. Oh, okay. I sneakily put one tiny rock in okay. each cup as the thing is pouring. Okay. And when I see, like, somebody picks up the teacup, yeah. I earth bend the rock back to me, breaking the cup. Oh, no. And spilling tea everywhere. Oh, and how often are you doing that? Every 10 cups. Oh, always nice. Always nice. 10 cups. Every 10 <laughs> cups, I put a little pebble in. And I wait. Okay. I wait for someone to grab the cup and start drinking. Sure. Uh, I'm gonna say that you know nobody would suspect anything for sure, at least for like the first three. Um, but roll me a trick. Trick with creativity. Okay, so I have a plus one creativity. Okay. Awesome. Three. A three. So four. Okay. Four total. Okay. Oh, that doesn't work, does it? <laughs> I thought it was so clever. <laughs> 
it works the first three times, uh, but they start to get kind of frustrated. They're looking, a couple of the employees are looking at you and they're like, I don't know what you're doing. If you're cooling the cup, are the cups cooled or something? And you're pouring the, the hot liquid too fast? I don't know what you're doing, but you need to go somewhere else. Go uh, go help them lift the the fresh tea out from the vat and pour it into the, the separate. You're a strong guy. Go do that. Is that still at this area or is it, do I need to go somewhere? I mean, everything's happening within, like, their section of the ballroom. Okay. Um, so, I mean, it's just, like, a few tables over. They've got, like, the big heating vat where they're heating up the tea. And somebody will, like, kind of pick up a section of it and kind of start pouring it into, very carefully, into the, the teapots, which are then taken over and poured into the, into the cups. Can I do the same thing, but with the vat? <laughs> it's like a metal vat. Okay, maybe yeah. not. Uh, but as you go over there, uh, Madam Yang, she disappeared for a little bit, like she went to go look around. She comes back. Um, she looks just as flustered, if not more flustered, than she did before. She's sweating. She's red. She takes off her mask, you know, so that you guys can see her. Because, again, I don't, she's not really, like, participating, participating in the, in the whole masquerade game. And uh, she says, <sighs> Okay. I want everyone's attention. Earlier, I discovered there was a mole among our ranks. Someone pretending to work for hot leaf juice in order to sabotage us and make us fall behind. And I have a theory that she was not working alone. One of you, I believe, is working with her, and I will have none of that. So... I'm going to have a little sit-down with everyone, starting with you. And she points out one of them, not you, Broccoli, <laughs> but just a different one. And they, uh, you watch as they start walking through the ballroom and over kind of out of sight, still in the building. They didn't go out the front door, because you can kind of see the front door to the house mm-hmm. from where you're at. Oh, sucks for Gary. I bet he's probably the mole. <laughs> that guy, he's been rubbing me the wrong way all night. I don't know about you guys. So did Madam Yang... How many how many hot leaf juice employees are we talking here? Uh, we're talking probably about a, almost a dozen. Okay. Uh, she comes fully staffed. She has you know multiple people in one spot. The one thing that she has going right right now, um, with everything else that's going wrong, is that she has enough employees to keep things moving. Mm-hmm. She doesn't have all the ingredients that she needs to uh, make the tea the way that she wants it. And you recognize that as somebody that was serving, uh, helping to pour the tea, the ones that you didn't shatter, <laughs> um, you did notice that you know some people just were like. Oh, it's okay, you know. It's nothing special, you know. Um, so they don't—they don't seem real like uh, inspired by any means by this tea. It's not—it's not what it's supposed to be. That's for sure because you got rid of a lot of ingredients. You see, obviously, you had destroyed some of their glasses. So the way they've made up for that is they just have like an extra couple of their employees that are furiously washing through teacups, trying to get them back out and clean as as quickly as they possibly can. Which again has like affected the rest of the staff. Obviously, having fewer people to make sure that things are running correctly and smoothly is um, not easy on, on those that have to kind of make up the difference. So we'll switch over to Bill and Guo. So Bill and Guo, you guys are over at the Blissful Brew and you guys are experiencing a little bit of problems of your own. Ironically, uh, with all the failure that Hot Leaf Juice has been experiencing, you guys have experienced a lot of that success from that. 
Um, customers are kind of like, eh, the tea over there is not all that great. Let's go outside. It's a nice day. It's a nice afternoon. We can, you know, watch as the sun slowly sets, enjoy the fresh air. And I heard they've got some pretty good tea out there on the other hand. Now, obviously that's a great thing, but the negative side is now you've got quite a few, quite a big line of customers that is starting to develop outside. And it's getting to be a little bit of uh, a lot between, you know, three people. And Mr. Okron is trying to make sure the tea is, is being made correctly. So he's working hard to get that done. Uh, Bill, are you, you're directly serving the customers, I assume. Mm-hmm. And then Guo, uh, you're kind of an in-between guy. I mean, you've got a couple of different options and jump around between, I suppose. Yeah. I'm, I'm helping Phil. I'm helping Steep. Stakes okay. are high and Steak. you got to let it fly. That's right. Now, as things are, are growing in the hustle and bustle of these, these customers coming through, uh, Bill, out of the corner of your eye, you do notice that, uh, that that guy from earlier, that guy that you saw that looked a little sketchy, seemed to be um, probably a firebender um, somewhere around your age, maybe a little bit older. He's still kind of uh, scouting around the area. He's kind of left the gazebo and he's kind of trying to like slowly kind of like make his way closer real nonchalantly as best he can now you've caught him already as like a sketchy figure to keep an eye on so you you notice as he like is kind of moving in you know you're not like oh man you've really tricked me but he is moving in can i just like keep glancing at him while i'm helping people yeah i mean if you want to take a moment to uh turn around and like maybe do something intimidating or something you can definitely turn around he's behind me well yeah because you you have your booth, which is right next to, like, kind of the pathway, like the big main path that a lot of people oh, kind of yeah. come down. The gazebo is kind of back behind you. you uh, see, there's a, a hedge between you and the gazebo. Okay. If you want So when I uh, turn around to get more ingredients that Mr. Okron is using to prep, I figured I was taking orders and getting side ingredients while he did all the cooking stuff. Sure. Uh, when I turn around to go grab more ingredients from our little cart, I uh, I see him and I just stop and I just give him like a death glare. Okay. Do uh, do an intimidate. That's a ten. Okay. You get to pick one that they cannot choose from that list, which is uh, they run to escape or get back up. They back down but keep watch. They give in with a few stipulations, or they attack you, but off balance. So you can choose one they don't get to choose. Oh, well, I don't want them to attack. That's my last case. Sure, so sure. I can't choose that one. Okay. He's, he's too scared to attack. Okay. That's the best way. He is going to run. He's going to escape to get back up. I see him run off. Yeah. 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 And then after run. Bill sees him run off, he just kind of grabs his ingredients and he turns around and goes back to gets back helping to customers with a award-winning smile. That's right. That's right. That's what Bill. That's why they put Bill up front. Yeah. His smile is a ten out of ten. Wow, anything uh, specific or anything that you wanted to add to that you would uh, you'd be doing? I mean, while all this is going on, uh, we're trying to keep up with all these customers. I'm keeping an eye out on the, the game that's going on. Oh, yes. The Masquerade. Yeah. Okay, okay. Are you are you hoping for anything specific, like catching slip-ups or not sure what else, like maybe trying to figure it out yourself? I mean, I don't know how many people you would necessarily know in the area or... Uh, a subtle hint of jealousy, Gohan, oh. and wanting to play. Or maybe that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, keep giving sidelong glances over cool. at keeps, the party. He keeps <laughs> just sighing really loudly behind us. That's what I do. Oh. I think uh, 
I notice nobody's going after Madame Yang. Think they're all scared of her? Pro- uh, probably. They just all assume that everyone knows who she is. I mean, so I guess no one's bothering to just go guess her. That's my best guess. You think she'll get got before the end of the party? Um, or you think she'll be the last one standing? If she's the last one standing, it clearly means people are more scared to tell her <laughs> what her name was than anything. Well, you want to put some money on it? Oh, what are we betting on here? What we always yes. bet on. Bat. Toilet duty. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> toilet duty. Nice. <laughs> now I got a few uh, coins jangling around in my pocket. Okay. What What are we betting on? I bet she makes it to be the last one. Oh, yeah? Okay. I feel like that's a super simple bet for me to win. Uh, I'm going to say, yeah, you're on. And I have a whole two copper bet on that one. That's my life savings right there. All right, you're on. All right. All right. Moving forward, we got another bet going on. This one not with uh, bathroom duty involved. Hey, uh, and Bill and Bill Door uh, just waits. Uh, he just waits until he's serving customers, you know, and he waits till someone with a mask comes up. Mm-hmm. He goes, "Hey, could you help me out with something real quick?" Uh, As he's giving them their tea. Uh, uh, yes. Uh, do you see that lady with the really tall hair over there uh, working yes. at Hot Leaf Juice? Could you just walk over and say, hey, you're Madam Yang for me? Uh-huh. I'd be appreciative. Uh, you'd win me some money. So. Oh, well, I suppose I could. Plus it betters your chances of winning. And Bill gives them a wink. <laughs> And from underneath the mask, you see him give you a wink. like Because you can just see their eyes, obviously. You can see he gives you a wink. And then he takes his tea, and he kind of he kind of heads off in that direction. And then Bill turns around and looks at yeah. uh, Gohan and gives him a wink. <laughs> what are you winking at me for? Oh, you know, I just, I, I feel like, you know. One thing, one thing that you, you do. Bill. <laughs> one thing that you do notice is that the few times you guys see Madame Yang since there's is set up on the inside of the mansion is when you guys see her she's you know usually like whoosh just like shooting by making her rounds uh, you know just like looking for people whatever it is that she's up to but she's like racing about oh, so. so Bill did not account for the fact that she's probably too quick to stop and catch <laughs> <laughs> nobody's guessed it because they can't even they can't even stop her she just keep going She's like Sasquatch. People see a glimpse of her, but that's about it. And when someone tries to start a conversation with her, she grabs one of her henchmen and just shoves them in front. It's like, talk to them for me. It just keeps going. It's like when you get served and noticed to, like, go to court. And if it's like, if they can't say your name when they serve you, then they can't give you the service. That's right. It's exactly right. Are you Madam Yang? No comment. Walks away. Oh, no comment. Didn't call it, you asked. <laughs> Little known fact about Madam Yang, former high school track star. <laughs> <laughs> Even in high heels. Wow. Mr. Ogron turns and con- he says, can confirm. <laughs> they yelled out that piece of detail in your very lengthy backstory, Mr. Ogron. <laughs> oh, well, my apologies. I never even got to high school. So when oh. I was in high school. Okay, well, uh, and then he just continues to talk while we're serving tea. The she was time. involved in every organization, but I never really heard that she actually did anything. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I'm going to I'm gonna jump back over to Brock. 
I did notice they were talking about that firebender looking guy looking shady over at our our tea stand. So right. you said the rich people, they all changed clothes, right? That's right. Are their clothes like all in a conveniently placed closet somewhere? Or So when he uh, made the announcement, he had mentioned that uh, they had distributed so everybody had brought a second outfit when they came. Uh, they had distributed everybody's second outfit that they would change into into the many rooms in the mansion. So um, everybody had kind of as part of their invitation had been told like which room they would have their stuff put inside of. So you know that pretty much walking into just about any bedroom in this house, you'll probably find a, a nice, probably not pile of clothes. They'll be nicely folded and waiting for their owners to return to get them or, or even um, you wonder if maybe given the, the high society of all this, they might honestly just be uh, delivered back to the houses by the end of the night. So there might be staff members that are actually going through the clothes right now and taking them uh, back over to their houses. But there's going to be some that definitely by this point have not been collected yet. Okay, so I'm going to, because i got to change out of the hot leaf juice stuff, so I'm going to go try and find a bedroom that's got any sort of clothes that are relatively my size. Try and change into those, and I want to go confront this firebender guy. Okay. Just before you can leave, um, as you're kind of like making your way out, one of the uh, one of the Hot Leaf Juice employees is kind of starts yelling at you. He's like, hey, where do you think you're going? Oh, Get back here and help. I am helping. I uh, Some of these glasses broke, so I gotta go grab a broom. You don't want people stepping on our broken porcelain and blaming us, right? We, oh, jeez. I didn't even notice those there. Been so focused. Yeah, no, that's a good point. That's a good point. Okay. Um, um, yeah, I don't know where the closet is, but I, I'm sure if you ask one of the staff members, they can help you out. Yeah, I'll find it. No okay. worries. All right. Hurry back. We, uh, we need all the help we can get right now. Oh, I believe it. I see all you guys scrubbing stuff. Don't worry, I want nothing more than to scrub some pots and some cups. <laughs> yeah, because it makes Madame Yang happy. Exactly. He does this little like weird hand thing. I don't know why. I'm, I'm doing the rock on, but I don't know. He's doing something else. Like I don't the know. Italian hand. Yeah, the Italian. Because it makes the Madame Yang happy. And I just sort of like, like you just kind of try to play along, but it's obvious that I have no idea what the hand sign is. <laughs> Makes her happy. Yeah, I'll be right back. <laughs> and as you're uh, walking away, you see Madame Yang come back with the previous employee that she took with her. Um, and they, they kind of look a little bit out of it. They kind of look, uh, their eyes are a little bit like wider. Their pupils are a little bit dilated. They, they walk a little bit stiff. And as soon as she brings them back, they go straight to work. Um, she doesn't even like say like, all right, get back to it or point at a job and tell them to start doing it. They just, uh, they just get to it. Did she drug this man's nose? Is that's a question for a doctor. I, I am not. <laughs> not a broctor. <laughs> not a broctor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Boys night. Boys, Boys night. night. Um, <laughs> So uh, obviously as she brings that employee back, she points at another one and takes them off to go talk to them or whatever it is. So you you kind of see which direction they're going in and uh, I don't know, where are you headed? I'm heading in the polar opposite direction okay. from them, trying okay. to find just a room with clothes and a mask. That's okay. all, I, all I need. Sure. You very easily uh, are able to find a bedroom with clothes in it. Uh, you find, you go by a couple that have staff members in it that are like folding up clothes and they're like, okay, these belong to so-and-so and so-and-so. Um, 
the kind of idea was that you leave your invitation on the previous clothes. That way they know who they belong to and things like that. So mm-hmm. they're getting ready. But eventually, uh, you know, you kind of figure out like, oh, they're going room to room. So I'll just go to the next room that they're not at. Grab some clothes out of there. So you're able to find some clothes, but you do not find a mask. When the people lose the game, where do they put their masks? Do they keep them like in their pockets or do they just throw them away? Um, you see most people hand them off to a staff member. So you wonder if maybe somewhere in the back rooms uh, where the staff are operating from, there might be an opportunity to figure out where it is that they're keeping them. Um, you know, if, am I already wearing the new clothes? That's up to you. Do you want to be wearing them or do you want to wait? Yeah, I'm wearing the new clothes. Okay. I'm going to change into the new clothes. Okay. And then... You are now wearing some very ornate uh, earthbender kind of high society robes. So I want to go up to one of these staff members, and I'm gonna I'm gonna tell him like, hey, I uh, I never never received a mask, and I would I'd still like to join in this game if it's not too late. Is that possible? Uh, oh dear me, uh, did you did you already change into your other clothing? I did, I did. I'm oh pleased. dear me, oh yes, please follow me. Oh yes, come with me quickly. We'll get you masks. Uh, don't let anybody see you. I would. I don't want you to feel like you've you've had the game ruined for you. Absolutely, I will. I will make sure. Okay. Oh, quick! <laughs> and he like he's got like an empty platter. He was like handing out hors d'oeuvres or whatever, and he has an empty platter. He like holds it up, but he's not sure like where to hold it up next to you because you know you're a reasonably well, you are a reasonably tall guy. We know that. And so, uh, you know, he's trying to, like, cover your face, but then he's like, but also he's wearing the clothes, so I need to, like, cover the clothes. I'm like, oh, which is more recognizable? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then finally he gets you into the back rooms. He's like, oh, oh, oh my. Hopefully nobody will uh, easily scope you. Just quick, follow me, and I will uh, get you to one of the, uh, the the masks. We can find a mask for you. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate it. I, it's honestly my fault. It's don't worry about it. Oh. Uh, I I took a little extra time in the bathroom with the misses, if you know what I mean. So. Oh my! Oh my. <laughs> boys' night! Boys' night! Don't share; they won't ask questions. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and he does look very awkward when you say this. So he just quickly uh, rushes <laughs> rushes you down the hall and takes you to a uh, to a room. And inside the room, uh, so. Any masks that are being brought back in, uh, you kind of wonder if maybe they're like collectibles because as you look around, um, staff members that are bringing them back in are putting them in very specific places um, within the room. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the staff member that you're with, he looks at you and he says, oh, feel free to pick any of the masks that are in the room, uh, except for the one in the center. That's, uh, that is Mr. Yotaku's his, his pride and joy, you might say. You got it. I will absolutely not even consider touching that one. You have been a great help. Thank you so much. Oh, yes, yes. Please let me know if you need anything else. Absolutely. He, like, bows his way out of the room, very, like, quickly <laughs> bows multiple times as, like, every step back he takes is another bow, and then eventually he's back out. Okay. So, obviously, I need to give Mr. Yotaku's mask. <laughs> so, okay. so, so, is it, like, on a stick, like a masquerade mask? Yes. Or is it... And it's inside of, a like, a glass case. Oh, okay. But you don't know whether or not do the I gotta, glass case is like a, a locked or do case I guess or anything. I might need Indiana Jones it with oh, like a... that's true. Oh, I might want to come back for that. 
Okay. So like where you drop a giant boulder on it. It is Brock's signature. Yeah. <laughs> Just when in doubt, smash it with smash a rock. Smash it with a rock. Yeah, Brock, smash it Brock with was cheering hammer. for the boulder when he watched that movie. That's right. <laughs> Man, uh, I really relate to that guy. I really like this guy. <laughs> the boulder. That's what I want to do when I grow up. Fighting a young blind girl. <laughs> <laughs> the boulder is over his conflicted feelings. <laughs> um, all right. So in this storage room, is it just masks or did they sort of like, do they like just have like boxes of masks and there are other stuff in here? So this is, this is more like a display room. Display. So it's pretty much all masks. Okay. Um, you, you get the impression that Mr. Yotaku has a thing for masks. Um, and there are a lot of different kinds of masks too. Uh, there are regular like kind of traditional masquerade masks. Um, there are masks very similar to uh, like the blue spirit mask. You know, kind of along those lines. So a lot of spirit masks, which have um, sort of tie strings in the back to okay. hold them to your head rather than having to, like, hold it. Um, there are, like, kabuki-style masks. I mean, very, you know, anything that you could kind of think of that has kind of like a uh, Chinese, Japanese, uh, even, like, Korean kind of a tone to it in our world. Um, you could probably find a, a version of it here in this uh, this room. Okay. So I want to grab, I want to grab a mask that can tie in the back, so I don't oh, yeah. have to hold it. Yes. Because if I'm confronting this guy, I don't want to have the disadvantage of only having one hand. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, I've never really understood that at masquerade balls. I'm like, you guys are gonna dance. You guys are gonna do like grab your drinks and stuff, and <laughs> yes. you're gonna hold a, a little stick mask the whole time. Like, yeah, those that, I never understood that. Yeah. So I'm gonna go grab a mask. Let's let's go with the blue spirit mask. That's you know very cool. Calling it classic. Yeah. Well, nice it might, callback. It might clash with the green of my Earthbenders. It's um, oh, higher, okay. so I don't want to stick out like that because. Uh, could be spelled bad news because you know rich people love to match colors and such. So. Ah, I see, I see. So I'm gonna grab just a regular black and white kabuki mask. Okay. That ties in the back. I'm gonna remember where this room is because I really want to grab that mask. <laughs> <Okay>. That other <laughs> mask. Um, and I want to go just back the way I came, but I want to make sure that um, the the servant is out of the way. He's not like I want to make sure that. I'm not going to run into anybody until I hit the floor where everybody's at. Okay. And I go just cross the floor and I go and try and confront that firebender. Okay. I don't know why I'm gesturing. Like. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. I mean, you, you walk out of the room and another key point is, I mean, any staff members that you do see that are anywhere in the area, they just like very quickly like bow. They don't, they're like, oh, if you need anything, please let us know. You know, kind of a thing. You know, nobody's nobody's accusing you or anything or anything. They don't assume anything. Uh, they get nervous at the idea that you're back here because they're like, oh, man, we must have messed up. If he's, you know, is he an angry customer coming back here to be like, oh, man, that that banana I ate earlier was a little off or something, you know. Yeah. Um, so they're they're glad that, I mean, honestly, you walking past them is like, oh, um, so, yep, you, you easily make it back out onto the floor. Uh, as you do, you look over to the hot leaf juice area and you see uh, Madame Yang has brought back the employee that she took as you were leaving. Uh, this one also has kind of that like very wide-eyed, kind of off, like if you were to wave your hand in front of them, they might not react. Uh, just seems odd. Uh, goes back to work. 
She's about to call over the next one when all of a sudden a individual runs inside and uh, starts whispering in her ear something that obviously you, you can't hear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got a feeling she's like hypnotizing these, these mans or mm. drugging them or both. Oh, is this like a... There is no war in Boston. There is say. no war in Boston. <laughs> Judy. My name is Judy. Can I ask them if their names are Judy? <gasps> they don't recognize me, so I could go ask them their names. Oh. No, I, I gotta stay focused. <laughs> we must so stay, many possibilities. We must stay focused. <laughs> um, so this firebender guy, can you... I, can you give me a brief description? I was, uh, I was yeah. not here with the Oh, no, 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 that's fine. It, I mean, there wasn't really any much description, I guess, before either, and that's my bad. Um, so he is wearing, uh, whereas most of the employees are wearing kind of like a pink uh, and related tone outfits for the hot leaf juice with like the logo on it and stuff like that, um, he is actually just in a very simple uh, robe that features kind of like red tone colors. So it's like kind of adjacent, but not directly like that that kind of pink that all the other ones have. But it's it's got the hot, so he's a hot leaf juice boy? You assume that he must be if he's like whispering to, to Madame Yang, but he doesn't have any insignia on him to suggest that he is. All right, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna go up to the uh, Blissful Brew, um, Blissful Brew table. Okay. I'm gonna... Oh man, um, see we had tied this in just right. You would have walked up to the Blissful Brew, and Bill would have leaned forward and said, Hey, you want to do me a favor? <laughs> <laughs> I still can, but... Yeah. Broccoli um, just winks at me. So I'm going so I'm gonna, to I'm gonna go up to the Blissful Brew, grab two teacups. I'm going I'm to kind of wink at them, just to sort of like... Okay. <laughs> There's a lot of winks going on. There's a lot of winks going on here. at the Blissful Brew. And I'm going to walk over to the guy. Do you wink at either of them in particular? I wink at both of them at the same time. They mistake it just for blink. So I was going to say, do you just blink at them? (laughs) I just blink at them. Did you see that? Did you see that guy give us a weird blink? Yeah, why did he just steal our teacups? Like, what did he even ask? He just walked up and walked away with them. You think he knows they didn't even have tea in them? (laughs) They were just empty teacups. Well, no. The audacity of these rich people. <laughs> not you. And he looks at the person standing in front of him. <laughs> not, not you. Just, you see that guy? <laughs> well, now I feel stupid. <laughs> well, why are they on the table if they're going to be empty cups? We're so, preparing that. So I go back and I grab cups. And <laughs> Always return. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, notice the little missing so, tea, have you? I was like, guys, it's me. Give me some tea. I don't know if they know who I am from my voice, but they should know. Okay, riddle man. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Guao Han. Where? Oh, he knows your name. How <laughs> know this. Guys, it's me. Yo, it's me, Brock. Okay. Oh, I Brock. Oh, just, I know Brock. Yo, I'm going to go talk to, to Mans over there that's giving us some weird looks. Just... Be prepared if something goes down. Don't tell Mr. Okara. So I go and I I grab Mr. Okara standing right there. Just don't worry about it. (laughs) Bill's covering his ears. Sorry, he's absorbed in his craft. He's starting on mixes and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I grab two full teacups. I walk over, saunter, if you will, to this man. I hand him one of the teacups. I'm like, yeah, it's a great, you know, it's a good party going on around out in there so uh 
Why are you just chilling out here? Why don't you go inside and join the fun, the festivities? Okay, so this guy turns to you and he says, Oh, yes, my name is Timothy. <laughs> just, just like the mo- least intimidating person. My name is Timothy. Uh, it's very nice to meet you. Uh, may I ask... Oh, <laughs> of course I can't ask who you are, but you have a mascot. <laughs> my apologies, sir. <laughs> of course, of course. I've seen you out here. You haven't really been mingling amongst the rest of us. What's, um, uh, what's been up out here? What's so exciting out here? Oh, you must forgive me. I, <laughs> call me a timid soul. I don't always uh, have as much need or initiative to socialize with people. <laughs> uh, uh, not that I'm not enjoying our conversation. Uh, uh, you have me intrigued. I'm not from around here. I'm actually from Ba Sing Se. Oh, yes, the big I'm, city. Yes, the very same. <laughs> yes, well, you know, as I heard that uh, one of my favorite tea shops from my hometown is here. I'm in town visiting, so my hometown visiting uh, Blissful Brew. I've always loved their tea, and uh, I saw you looking over at their stand over there, and uh, thought maybe you were a little too shy or timid to go up and get some, so I went ahead and I brought you some of my favorite tea in the Earth Kingdom. And he, he looks at the tea and he says, oh, um, well, thank you. Of course, of course. <laughs> and he, he takes the teacup and uh, he goes and he, he goes in for a, for a sip and he takes a sip. Mm. Yes, uh, yes, okay, very good, yes. Well, I'm glad you enjoy it. But, uh, indeed, indeed. I have a feeling you've got to be here for some reason, even if you're not uh, the most social soul. So if you're not the most social and that's not your reason for being here, what's, uh, what brings you over to this party? Oh, well, you might say that I was uh, somebody's plus one. <laughs> uh, and uh, where are they at? I've seen you. I haven't really seen you interacting with too many people here. Oh, Oh, it feels like you've been watching me now. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. Well, I mean, one man standing outside by himself is a little hard to miss. Oh, so. dear. Am I that? No, oh, my. Wow. <laughs> the irony that you, uh, a person doesn't really like socializing, yet he ends up standing out more than anyone else, I suppose. <laughs> yes, if you want to blend in, you really got to get up in there. You, you make a fair point. You make a fair point. Yes, no, I am here on behest of uh, Madame Yang. Oh, As I said, I'm a close friend. One might say her plus one to the party. Okay. Not so, like that, of course. Oh. Uh, no romantic uh, relations, I assure you. Just uh, strictly platonic. Strictly platonic. I see. I see. Well, I uh, I best uh, I best leave you here. Otherwise, you know. Ah, you might think I'm trying to interrogate you or something. So no. You enjoy your night. No, no, yes, of course. And you as well. So, uh, with that new information, I go back over, back over to the Blissful Brew, mm-hmm. drop off my teacups, and I, I'm talking to Guao Han, and, uh, just, uh, just Guao Han, honestly, because if I talk to both of them, then, uh, then it might look a little suspicious to Mr. Okaron's, like, yeah, that man over there is with, uh, Madam Yang. Have you seen him do anything but stand there all night? What guy? Oh, yeah, Bill was... Giving him some looks earlier, but... Do you think we gotta, you know, just take him out, or what do you, you want to do here? I, don't, I mean, we're pretty packed right now. With, we got customers lined up here. Well, you know, party goers. Yeah, well, I mean, 
But what what do you think we should do? If we can if we can get some more information out of him, we can know we can know what what he's trying to what he's trying to do because he's just standing out there on his own. There's no reason for him to be standing there if he's with Madame Yang. He can be helping her out. So maybe he's got to be up to something. We could lure him in by leaving a seeming opening in our awareness. Mm-hmm. What do you suggest? Well, maybe he's trying to even the score with what's what you guys have been doing over there. But how, he wouldn't know it was us. Because we've been, well, he might. Has Mika been found out? Um, you you wouldn't know. You haven't seen Mika in quite a while, actually. Okay. Well, regardless of who's doing it, they just know. They gotta see how successful we're doing over here. They gotta not like that. True. Do you think... If he's gonna try something, I think we should lure him into it. Okay. So he strikes where he think we're most vulnerable, but actually we'll be waiting for him. Mm-hmm. I'm going to need a, a second. Sure, sure. Um, so are you just sticking around by them while you, you think? If I walk around and mingle, there's a chance. Well, Madam Yang wouldn't know it was me because I got a mask and a new disguise. Mm-hmm. Can I follow... I'm going to try to nonchalantly follow Madame Yang if she's pulling off those people to the side. Perfect. And, um, yeah, I'm going to try and try and follow her and see where she's taking them. Okay. One of the uh, most fearful things that a DM can ever say to you, which is, I was hoping you would do that. <laughs> <laughs> but before we cut over to that, we'll jump over. As you uh, walk away, we'll cut over to Bill and, and Guao. Um, I want you guys, and I know this is kind of more of a, a sort of D&D style move to do this, but I want you guys to both roll, or I mean, one of you can help and one of you can roll, it's up to you guys, um, for an assess the situation. Uh, something, as you guys are, are getting things done, something just feels off. Some Your, your spider sense is tingling, uh, something just doesn't seem right. Mr. Okran is super focused. You know, he's making sure everything is. Man, you guys notice something? Something's not right. Nice. I got an eleven. Nice. I got a two. Nice. <laughs> All right. Sick, I'm very distracted Both by these rich people. Are They're, badgering. They're badgering me with orders right now. You are that, lost in the sauce. <laughs> that and the fact that um, you you look a little intently at each one as they pass by because you really want to see who else is winking at you and <laughs> yeah. why. And who else is going to just steal our cups. Also that, yes. Because now, now it's right. happened once already. That's right. How many <laughs> other times has it happened without who Bill paying attention? off with your cups. Well, it's funny that you say that. Uh, so, wow, you get to ask a question from the list of questions for assist. Actually, I think you get two because you got an 11. Um, and you get a plus one ongoing uh, when acting on the answer to these questions. So you'll get a plus one to a role relating to doing something about whatever the answer to the question is. So the question that you, the questions that you have the option to ask me are, what here can I use to blank? Who or what is the biggest threat? What should I be on the lookout for? What's the best way out, in, or through? 
and who or what is in the greatest danger? And I feel like there's a few of these questions that the answer is probably going to end up being the same, um, but in a good way. <laughs> what should I be on the lookout for? Okay, perfect. So you should be on the lookout for some sketchy individuals who might be trying to, at this very moment, steal your tea ingredients from right out of the hand cart. And sure enough, as this kind of like inkling in your mind of, I feel like we need to, you know, keep an eye on things and make sure nothing's being, you know, taken from us. Something in your mind clicks. You think, wait a minute, if we destroy the ingredients or some of the ingredients from hot leaf juice, and they can't get it from elsewhere because you remember Mika came back and she said she destroyed half the list and all this other stuff. Mm -hmm. And you're like, where else could they get the ingredients from? Yeah, exactly. Oh, probably from you guys. And as you turn around, you see two individuals wearing hot leaf juice outfits that look like they are rummaging through your hand cart. Who is the biggest threat? These guys. No, you meant between the two. Oh, between the two. Okay, fair point. Fair point. Um, one of them is pulling a box of ingredients out at this very moment, and you think, you know, all it would take for them is to get too far away from you that you can't chase them. Um, or even just the idea of, like, if they ran into the, the grouping in the party, um, you know, just like the various party goers, you might lose them in the crowds, and that would obviously be a problem. Okay. Um, so we have, like, party goers are still, like, actively lining up here. Right? True, yes. Um, I'm going to take a couple t- cups of tea and pretend to trip and throw it on the guy. <laughs> okay, hot tea coming at him. Okay. Hot tea. Um, let's, hot tea. Man, this is kind of... This is why I almost feel like this would jump us into a, a combat situation. Take him out, well hot. Sure. I would also be like, Bill, our ingredients. Look out. <laughs> Good thing he said look out because Bill would have been like, yeah, our ingredients. Yeah. <laughs> nice. That's They're we, pretty solid. They're pretty good. <laughs> People are loving them. <laughs> uh, um, when Bill hears this, he would immediately uh, turn around and these guys. Yes. These, uh, Guys rummaging through our cart, and he would immediately flick up his uh, bow staff, which he's had on his foot this right. entire time. Yes, and you also had a plus one. You were prepared. I was prepared this entire time. You were technically time. prepared, feather guy, but I would say that you were prepared. I never for took the, it off my foot. Right, right. Yeah. You were prepared for the concept that somebody might try sabotage. That's what I'm gonna say. So technically, both of you have plus one, and we are gonna call this a an encounter. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna call this a we're gonna call this a combat situation. So you guys will each be picking a combat approach to take this turn. As will they. To make him regret touching our team. Kill him dead. Kill him dead. I don't think that's a normal term in uh, Avatar. But hey, I only watched the movie. So <laughs> you just love to remind us. Focus, people. Anyways, focus. Okay. All right. So we're in an encounter. What would you guys like to do? What is your combat approach going to be? Are you going uh, to defend a maneuver? Defend. Are you going to advance an attack? Or are you going to evade and observe? Defend and maneuver. That's You're going mine. to defend and maneuver? Okay. I'm going to advance an attack. Yeah, yeah we're on this legendary teacup attack. All we're right. on the offensive. 
Well, if that is the case, then rolling with focus. If you, if you don't know anything about build, he is not the offensive fighter. He is a defensive fighter. There he is go. called the guardian for a reason. Ah, that's true. <laughs> uh, and then Guau, since you're doing an advance and attack, you will roll with passion. Plus, of course, well, like, 10. 10? Okay. You get a plus three. Yes, I do. You get a seven. Seven? Okay. All right, so yeah, my focus uh, is plus three. We will start with yeah. Bill. Uh, you rolled a ten, so that means you get to. You have a number of options. You can, but you get to choose. Uh, yeah, choose one. One from the list. Yep. So mark one fatigue to use a learn technique. Sheesh. Use one practiced technique, or use two basic or mastered techniques. Um, um it says use two basic or mastered. Could I use one of each? Sure. Okay, because I want to use the Bert. Um, and then I want to use Retaliate because they combo together. Divert is the special fighting technique for the Guardian. Okay. And it says, in this case, it's kind of a little weird. It says, step into the way of blows intended for allies. I want to say the ally is the cart. Oh, okay. Um, and when it says, when an ally within reach, within the cart, suffers a blow, this exchange, which I assume is them taking stuff out of the cart, sure. you can suffer it for them. So okay. I basically can just step in the way of the cart. Like just basically put my body between them and the cart. Sure. And then okay. I'm going to use retaliate. And retaliate is steal yourself for the blows. Each time a foe inflicts fatigue, a condition, or shifts your balance, they inflict, I inflict one back at them in return. Okay. And it says if I use retaliate along with my divert, I deal an additional fatigue. Oh, okay. So no cool. matter how much fatigue they do at me, they take back plus one. Okay, got it. All right. Uh, so what you do is, uh, Bill, you you nimbly having your staff prepared at your feet, you kick it up, catch it in the air, and immediately start to sprint over towards the wagon, probably doing some some acrobatics in the air as you kind of like jump and kind of like catapult forward with your your bow staff and then maybe like flip in the air as you do um, and land in front of the cart blocking them from access to grabbing any more items and preparing yourself for uh, them to make any sort of attempts to to do so mm -hmm. um, they also chose to defend a maneuver uh, theirs was to seize a position and their plan is to escape the scene uh, with the two boxes or at least, yeah, like a box and maybe like a crate or something, a small crate that they each have in their hands. Uh, but any foe engaged with them can mark one fatigue to block this technique and stop them from getting away. Does that go for either of them? Yes. Oh, I'll do that. Then. Okay. Makes sense. Since you're you're up there, you're like, oh, no, I'm no. bending the card. That includes you the, the contents. <laughs> we'll hand it back. All right, perfect. All right, so, and then we will hop over to Guau. Guau, what are you doing with your advance and attack? You said you rolled a seven, so you get to choose yeah. one. So I'm going to strike. Strike. Be a steamy tea strike. Okay. <laughs> That's say. right. Oh, yeah, because you're spilling tea on him. That's right. <laughs> How do you brew? <laughs> <laughs> and you spill, you fling hot, scalding tea onto them. Uh, which hits them on uh, probably the hands, you know, where they're holding these uh, these crates or these boxes. Go, ah! And they scream as they take 
I do want to add that I find it funny that uh, Gohan said he was acting like he was tripping and spilled the tea, but then still managed to say a catchphrase before <laughs> he did it. Actually, I am. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's um, like, that's that's how he greets customers. He goes, how do you, how do you brew? He's been using that all night long. He's been sitting on that quip for years. Yeah. <laughs> they keep making him go into the back and wash dishes. He's never gotten to use it. <laughs> All right, I'm going to mark them as uh, stunned. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I'm going to mark them as stunned, so they are caught off guard. They can't act or respond for a few seconds until they steady themselves. Given that they just had hot tea spilled on them, Mm -hmm. I think that fits. And then Bill trips them. Correct. Oh, boy, they've been hit with the one-two combo. Hot tea and a (laughs) sweep to the legs. (laughs) All right, so with these guys stunned and such, you guys have the option. You can continue to maintain the exchange, or we can kind of drop it for the moment. If you guys wanted to do uh, some more, like, handle this more of a role-play direction, what would you like to do? Curb stop them. (laughs) Um, Not that option. Uh... Sure? Did they drop the tea? <laughs> I would say that they did drop the boxes that they were holding. Given that uh, Guau, they're they're surprised by both of you, and Guau kind of spilled hot tea on their hands. I would assume that they were probably wearing clothing. So really, the the tea really only scalded them where they didn't have clothing on, which would be their like they didn't have gloves or anything. So it makes sense that they drop it. So they're both on the ground. I wouldn't say they're necessarily on the ground, but they're they're startled. And they're stunned, so they, they're not, like, oh, running okay. away at the moment. They're kind of baffled that you guys would uh, just come out of nowhere at them. Can Bill's just going to uh, point his staff at them and take a stance, like, above the T. He's okay. going to just say, uh, back off, or else you're going to get a stick to the head. <laughs> but, and uh, they, they, they both have, uh, you notice that their eyes are fairly wide, and their, their pupils are kind of dilated, and they both say... At the same time, almost eerily, Madame Yang wants these. And what Madame Yang wants, Madame Yang gets. And then Bill's gonna kind of like, kind of like step in his way forward, like he's basically just. Like, kind of like push back. His goal is to push them away from the tea, and then he's gonna like kind of like slide them with his feet over the Quohan, like put these back in the car. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I mean, they're not. They're not aggressive. Like, they're not, like, leaping down to grab it or anything like that. They just kind of seem like they're not really sure what to do right now. They've been caught, um, but they also seem a little bit out of it. And they also kind of have this, I don't really want to leave without it, kind of a look in their eyes. Look, I don't want to hurt you, but, like, we're running a business here, and we need that tea. And, look, we got nice customers waiting. We don't need to cause trouble. Now, uh, go on. Get out of here. Beat it, bozos. I'll have you guys uh, here. Uh, Bill, I'm going to have you roll a plead, but um, Guo, so you're there with him. You can help him. Roll for yeah. some intimidation. Oh, well, actually, hold on. <laughs> Glad I'm not using uh, So I can mark a fatigue yeah. to give them a plus one. If you'd roll. like to. Oh, that's a thing? Yeah. After oh. the roll. You would oh, help. okay. Why did I plead and not intimidate? Uh, I mean, I'll take either one, I suppose. Oh, well, if it's an intimidate, That's a I got point. it. I got okay. seven. Oh, okay. So then okay. you wouldn't need the fatigue. Oh, okay. All right. All right, so you did intimidate. Okay. You rolled a seven. <laughs> All right. They're going to give in with a few stipulations. They're going to start backing away, and their stipulation is just simply, Madam Yang will not be happy about this. 
Uh, I think back away, Bill Doerr is going to like step forward again. He's going to just put his spouse staff down by his side. He's going to say, well, Bill Doerr ain't too happy about this either. Has <laughs> Bill Doerr got like a southern... No, I wasn't trying to go southern. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just he's upset. Bill Doerr ain't... Bill Doerr ain't... No. Bill Doerr ain't happy about what you two are doing here. Now go on. Scram! I'm glad Bill Doerr is not Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> Yeah, Appreciate same that. here. <laughs> All right, and uh, so yes, they 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 back away, and then eventually they actually turn around after almost bumping into uh, a party goer. As they were walking backwards, they turn around and they walk forward the rest of the way back into the mansion. All right, and Bildor turns around. Is Guahan loading and stuff? Yeah, I, I'm picking up the stuff and putting it back where it belongs, resorting it. And I turned to the other people in line, like, all right, what do you bozos want? <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay, calm down, Bob. You hear several, like, uh, guffaws <laughs> as they say, oh, excuse me. No. Uh, let's get back to work. Come on, Bob. And then Bill's going to walk back up to the uh, the table, and he's going to lay his bow staff back underneath. Okay. He's, gonna, he's going to... Uh, wipe off the front of his like dust off the front of his vest and straighten it and his tie and he's gonna go uh sorry for the uh giving you quite a show uh back there but uh you know gotta defend the business so and he grabs his notepad and goes may i take your order and uh the woman standing in front of you winks and says again. Okay, I'll, well. take, <laughs> I'll take something hot and spilled all over me <laughs> I'm sad I missed out on that lady. Yeah. <laughs> Hot and he's writing it down. He's taking it very Spilled literally. Spilled all over. Yeah. Okay. It's like the customer. Uh, Bill, Bill leans forward and goes, "Our tea is quite hot. You, it may burn you." It's like those weird <laughs> alcoholic drink names, like what was the one Emily ordered the other day? Sand in your shorts. Sex yeah, on the beach. And sex on the beach. Yeah. So it's like. Hot. I'm glad she didn't, order one of, she didn't order the sex on the beach. Though. Cutting back over to Brock. So you managed to follow Madam Yang to, and this employee to this room. It's kind of like a, a farther into the back, whatever. Um, there are two hot leaf juice employees that seem to be standing outside of the room. Uh, but these guys kind of look like the guy that you confronted earlier. You assume they're hot leaf juice employees because they're waiting for her. But they're not wearing any necessarily like insignia or anything like that. So there's one on each side of the door. As soon as she brings that employee over there and they go inside, these two kind of go in with her and then they close the door behind them. Okay. Um, is this is this one particular room the only one in this particular hallway? Or are there multiple rooms like in the immediate area? There's some other rooms in the area. All right. So. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and get as close as I can to that one room. Okay. So I'm gonna go. Um, is it like a bedroom or does this lead down another hallway that they're it's, going in? Oh, uh, it is. It's another bedroom. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna go down this hall, and I'm going to try and go get into one of the bedrooms that's right next door. Adjacent. To it, okay. Right adjacent. To sure. It, yeah. Sure. Okay. Yeah, you you're able to do that. 
Okay, so no, I don't gotta confront anybody about it. So. Nah, you um, notice that uh, there's no clothing in on the bed, so you assume the staff probably already like grabbed the clothes that were in here and they took them out. This is pretty much just a, a open bedroom. Also, right. nobody's in there for any other reasons. So. Okay, so I so I go into this bedroom and I put my ear up to the wall. Sure. To try and listen in on what's going on in the other room. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna have you roll. Uh, rely on your skills and training, and that will be focus. focus yeah. So I get no additional focus. Ten. Nice. Okay. Perfect. So you do it. Yeah, you successfully are able to hear everything that goes on in this room. Um, so as you're listening, you can hear Madame Yang through the wall. You hear like some shuffling around as this person is like sat down on the chair or whatever the case. Uh, you hear her ask, What is the finest tea in the land? And the employee that she has sitting in there responds, The tea that grows on Madame Yang's tree. And she <laughs> said, <laughs> It's one of those things you say out loud and you're like, Wow, that sounds weird. You pre wrote that? I, that's what I was Oh boy, you should read it. <laughs> you should write your pre written stuff out loud. I needed it to sound cryptic. That sounded <laughs> somewhat cryptic and somewhat something else, suggestive. <laughs> <laughs> guys, nice. <laughs> guys, boys, <laughs> uh, She says, uh, she simply said, Very good. Now get back out there and do what I've hired you to do. And then um, you hear the, there's a little bit of shuffling and then the door opens and they uh, they head back out. Do all of them leave or do those other two still stand guard? The other two still stand guard, yeah. What are the, are these rooms, what are the walls made out of here? Are they made of like the, like are they the paper walls or are we talking like concrete, wooden, mm. uh, rock? What kind, of, what kind of wall, what's the interior looking like in here? I would say that they are stone walls. Stone walls, well. I'll give you that. <laughs> little, little old me here, the earthbender. Yes. Present. I will. I will bend a small broccoli. Well, not small, but a broccoli-sized doorway. Okay. Down into the ground, and I want to go through there into the other room. Bring the wall back up, and okay. I want to investigate what's going on in this other room. Okay. Yeah, you're uh, you're able to do that. Um, you enter into the room and you see uh, it's a very simple room. It seems like all the furniture, for the most part, has actually been moved out of the way to the edges of the room, um, kind of against the wall, except for one chair in the middle and then one chair across from it, kind of facing each other. Um, and right in between this, uh, if you look up on the ceiling, there's a large chandelier, not a large, a small chandelier that's hanging there. And then from the chandelier, there's a uh, sort of long gold chain with a elongated diamond-shaped green stone on it and it kind of just sways back and forth ever so slightly okay so from this i'm judging that madame yang is in fact hypnotizing her employees is it obvious to tell which chair madame yang is in and which chair the employees go in yeah the chair that you assume the employees go in uh looks to be set a little bit closer to where the the pendulum swinging the other one is set a little bit further back okay so what i'm gonna do what are the floors made out of first are they also stone they'd also be stone yeah all right this is gonna be a stretch okay. <laughs> what we're gonna do I'm going to stand with my back, so facing the wall, I'm okay. standing with my back to the chair, my arms on either side, and I'm going to earthbend two straight lines in front of me. Okay. 
I'm gonna use them as measuring points to into the next room. I make a I make another broccoli sized wall, okay. hole in the wall, and then I go back in and I wait for Madame Yang to bring in another employee. Okay. The two lines that you're making. Um, so hold on, explain that to me. So do you want me to explain the full plan or just like? Yeah, I mean, I'm not here as a DM trying to like stump you or or like you know I'm not gonna meta game or anything like that. So yeah, feel so, free. Um, well, let me think as far as like, uh, I don't know. I kind of want it to play out. Let's, let's let it play out for the audience. Okay. So yeah. I, I make two very small, like very small, thin lines across the floor. Oh, okay. Like, okay. Unless, unless you're looking directly at it, it's not sure. going to be noticeable. Okay. But the lines go through like not, but like essentially, yeah, through the wall into the other room where I'm going to be. Okay. I make a broccoli door. I go through into the other room again okay. and back and I put the door back where it was. Okay, okay. So it's as if you were never there and you're back in the in the bedroom that's next door so you can yep. And then you've got these lines that are they impressed or ex exterior pressed? Very very slightly impressed. Okay, okay. But if it's a stone floor, it's not it's going right, to right, just yeah. look like it's cracked. Oh yeah, nobody's going to yeah, nobody really notices. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, Okay. Yeah, that's right. Okay. And they go into the next room where you're at. Okay. Okay. Yes. Sounds good. Um, all right. And then you wait for maybe another five minutes or so. And then sure enough, uh, you hear the door on the other side open again. Uh, Madam Yang steps in and you start to hear a little bit of shuffling as uh, an employee and her two sort of <clears throat> specialty subordinates uh, step into the room. They sit the employee down on the chair uh, and they start going about their questioning okay so using those two lines that i use to measure i know exactly how large uh, madam yang's chair is and i would like oh, to use okay. my earth sinking ability to trap her underground okay okay i would mark two fatigue oh okay all right all right to trap an enemy into the in the earth and they become trapped <laughs> okay so you're kind of like it's like a quicksand kind of thing where you pull them. okay but i it's like a like a pit. So sure. Like, so she'd be like, so I would push her down and she'd be in a pit. Sure. Okay. So I got to, do I have to roll or just mark two fatigue? I think you just marked two fatigue. Well, can I? <laughs> I mean, all things considered, it would technically be a combat move, but we're not in combat. So, and she wouldn't know to react. So I'm going to say just, yeah, go with the stipulations of what it costs you. That lady be underground. All right. So, yep. You, uh, you do your maneuvering. And suddenly, whoosh, you hear sort of a crash-esque, kind of more just like a, a earth against earth, stone against stone sliding sound. And suddenly you hear, <laughs> and with that, we're going to call it a night. Boys, boys night! Boys night! Boys night! Thank you so much for listening to our show. Of course, don't forget to follow or subscribe to our podcast through whatever podcast site that you're using such as iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, and others. Additionally, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Just look for the social media icons. Following us on social media gives you access to all news, announcements, and of course, new episodes as they are released. You can check out our website, bendersandbrews.com, which will feature all of our episodes, as well as news, announcements, and even cool character and player profiles. It's a great hub of information for the Benders and Brews podcast. And finally, we would be truly humbled if you would be willing to take the time to leave us a review 
if your podcast site allows you to do so, such as on iTunes. Or in the case of YouTube, you can hit the like and subscribe button and drop us a comment. Tell us about what you thought about our podcast episodes. It sure would mean a lot to us. Avatar Legends is a tabletop role-playing game created by Magpie Games. Nickelodeon, Avatar, and all related titles, logos, and characters are trademarks of Viacom International Inc., all rights reserved. I also want to thank the following artists who you can find on Fiverr for their amazing creative work on this podcast. Character art was done by Alicio Papadraw. Background art by Kenichi. Music by Joe Tims215. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode.